Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Rising Rising Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be awesome. A little jingle in the background. Scott, how are you? I know, right? How, how is everyone? How are you, Erin? I'm good. It's oh, November. God. Well, it will be November. Yeah, it will be. It's um, almost November at the time that we record this. It's true. I just can't believe this year is going to be over and then it's going to be another year and just so many things, you know? So many things. Every year we say I, it, but it just, it's it goes by the faster the older I get the faster time goes that's right absolutely a thousand percent I did just want to say happy anniversary to us as I just clued in and remembered that um on November 6th it will have been our two-year anniversary with the podcast i check that information earlier i was like when did we start this it was november 1st 2021 or sorry november 6th Did have we really been doing it for two years sorry it sounded so canadian have we really been doing it for two oh years my God, now? Hey, oh my goodness oh my gosh <laughs> yes yes two years whoa so happy anniversary to us I don't um, even have a drink with me, but you know, cheers. Happy I got some water in a mug. You got some water in a mug. I have a I have a few droplets, so Oh I know. Um Yeah. So amazing. Amazing. Um that's exciting and fun and all the things. That's so really good fun. for us. Good for us. Um yeah. we're gonna talk a little bit today about meditation. And we're really just gonna kind of talk about our experiences with that. Yeah. If that's cool with you guys and we'll share some of our experiences with doing guided meditations share Mm -hmm. some in the show notes maybe specific ones that we've done I know I've done um one with a totem animal recently for my little guy my youngest who's a seven he has been experiencing a lot of anxiety lately and so we've been um going on the meditative journey with him I've been like laying with him and putting on a totem animal one and yeah and it was really cool and he's like oh my god my totem animal is a cheetah and I was like whoa cool um so uh I'll share that I'll share that one in the show notes too in case somebody else wants to go on that journey or it would be helpful for one of their children or you never know who knows um yeah. it was very calming and fun and yeah. something that yeah. we also could like bond over yeah I like that and, actually that's really that's a nice moment of yeah. connection for the two of you too of like yeah yeah and on he, another I level. just yeah and the other day like we all know that mine is a, a red fox yes your beautiful tattoo oh my goodness it's It's gorgeous um so I found like a little you know this little what are they called you can find them at shoppers and stuff they're like the Thai babies but the animals you know the little stuffed animals that are like yay big yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. um I saw I was at shoppers the other day and there was like just one fox left and I'm like I'm gonna get the fox a red fox so I, I, uh, I brought it home while he was at school and, and then I like, I, I, I've put Reiki into it. Oh, and, nice. And then, um, when he got home from school, I'm like, 
my, I want to give you a piece of my totem animal, your totem animal. This this guy will keep you safe when I'm not around. You can take him to school when you're sleeping. And, and so now he carries him around everywhere. And he's like, this is my mom's totem animal. And he's going to spend time with me too. <laughs> so cute. That's so adorable. Cute. Oh, I love mm. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's so curious lately. He's like, Mom, can you give me Reiki? I'm like, yes, I will. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's really interested in all of those things. So I love it. And this, cool. is, this is your little, this is a little. He's seven. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cute. Yeah. So we'll share different things like that. Mm-hmm. Let's start off like just meditation in general. Are you somebody that regularly meditates, Erin? Not as regularly as maybe I should. Same. I say that and I'm like, eh, I mean, I don't know. Like meditation for me looks different. Different. Than, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like is this as in I'm not always sitting, listening to music and purposefully um, meditating. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's more about um, having uh, an awareness Um mm-hmm. For example, like when I'm, you know, going on walks, I'll actively be like, okay, Aaron, like, I know you have to get to this place, but like, just take your time and Mm -hmm. soak everything in. Mm -hmm. Slow down. Slow down. Um, Even with different like life events, like for my Mm -hmm. wedding example, for example, I really made sure that I um, had an awareness. I forget what that's called. There's like a word for it, but when you're... um, actively just taking everything in Mm -hmm. so I made sure that I like sat down and I took in the space it's so busy right and I just took everything in the food um mindfulness (laughs) what's the word mindfulness called mindfulness yeah um so that for me is a bit meditative in itself because yeah there's you're just trying to slow down and bring in some more awareness um for yourself so I, I try to do that here and there, especially if I find like I'm like, ain't feeling anxious or really, really busy. I mm-hmm. do try and especially if it's like a big group reading or if I know it's going to be a bit of a heavier reading, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I make sure that I really like take my time and I, I meditate. So mm-hmm. um, but mo- mostly that's just for myself and my own energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. I think I do more of, of that than I would sitting down and, you know, meditating for 20 minutes. Uh, I think it's much more kind of intermittent um, throughout my regular day uh, versus like taking the time out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do take the time out occasionally, like if I'm feeling highly anxious and I am in a place that I could just kind of either lay down or sit comfortably and close my eyes and, and I do practice some breathing techniques. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of the, um, I don't know what the actual like technique of this is called, but um, I do it with my little guy actually, who I mentioned is kind of having some anxiety experiences right now. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's focus on five things we can see. And then we name them off five things we can hear. We like yeah. go through the whole thing. Um, and that in itself, oh, I feel like it's a yeah, bit meditative because it really gets you back into your body and out yeah. of, your mind Mm -hmm. um but yeah occasionally I'll do like uh I'll put on some meditative music um maybe when I'm 
having trouble sleeping potentially laying mm-hmm. in bed mm-hmm. um once in a while i get inspired to do a guided meditation I'm like let's just see what happens because whenever i do a guided meditation i always something kind of cool happens or is revealed to me yeah um like i'm thinking of a past life one i did years ago that's cool where this stuff came through about a past life or you know with the the power animal, the to- totem animals, whatever. Yeah. Um, and anytime I've done a, um, the person, my Reiki master who, um, you know, attuned me with level one and two Reiki, uh, she, oh, like during the training, she would do like kind of meditative Reiki infused meditative healing mm. journeys. Right. Nice. Uh, and so even in those experiences as well, I was, just there's so much that comes through to me and I know it's because I'm I'm tapped in anyways right so like I'm tapped in and so I'm experiencing all of this stuff it's not like I'm just like laying there relaxed like I'm seeing movies in my mind and experiencing so much cool stuff it's yeah. it's crazy um that kind of leads me to an experience that I recently had so uh at the time of this recording it was last week uh on my solo podcast I had a uh a friend, uh, Instagram uh, friend and follower. Uh, her name is Crystal McKenna. She's a fellow East Coaster and she um, is a intuitive healer. Mm-hmm. And she has um, a background with like shamanic journeying and working with shamanic practices. So we did talk in a, a previous episode uh, on my podcast with her about um kind of what shamanism is and like it's not like anybody could be a shaman right and she's not a shaman it's something you have to be invited into personally um but that people can work with shamanic principles and practices in their life Mm. and that's something that she knows how to do and so we talked about that on on an episode and then um she asked me if I, i if i would like to have her come back but for her to do a on air intuitive healing session with me and I was like okay cool Ooh, like cool right. experience yeah. right and cool um, for your other... listeners and yeah just like curious this... about it yeah yeah exactly and it, it's even set up in a way that like it's not like your typical listening experience right there's some dead air right where we're in this experience so it's not like constant chatter but yeah there's a lot of chatter but it's also kind of set up where uh you know the listener could totally lay down and listen yeah, to the and episode and follow, follow along follow it um and do their own kind of journeying with crystal's voice so i thought that was really cool but she she asked me ahead of time she's like is there a specific thing like a type of like do you want to do like reiki healing she's recently just been attuned with reiki do you want to do a shamanic journey and i was like honestly i'm up to whatever comes up and she's like okay and then she said okay is there anything in particular that like you want to work on healing and i said nope let's just see what happens so um we started it and she, she was like, okay, I keep hearing journey. So we're, we're going on a shamanic journey. I'm like, okay, cool. So she walks us through the meditation, right? It's like, we're going through a forest and she asks like what I'm seeing and what's around and all these kind of things. And then brings me to a tree. So in shamanism, there's like this shamanic tree of life. Mm-hmm. We've probably seen it on different books and, and things before, but it's this big kind of world tree and there's levels to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they represent different kind of realms. And I hope that I'm not a bit butchering it but uh, they they represent different yeah. Realms. Yeah, yeah, i'm gonna yeah. say realms. realms um and so i really don't want to share everything about it because i want you guys to listen to it but i will and it will be coming out after 
maybe after this episode or maybe right around the same time because I have batch recorded so far in the future that it's definitely that's coming why out. I was like I haven't heard I, mean, I don't think I've heard this episode yet but it's because no, it hasn't come out yet it's okay. been batch recorded like it's probably towards the end of November okay, um, that okay. it's going to come yeah. out online and uh yeah she we go on this journey and all this kind of really cool stuff comes up during it and then afterwards she said you know it's it's really kind of wild to me like this she even said to the audience she's like this is not your typical shamanic journey so just want to let you know because I think it's because I am already so like tapped in You're with in. my intuition yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like that that's just wild like the like yeah. for instance you walk through the forest right and then you come upon a tree and she asked what tree do you see and she said, you gave an answer that, like, I've never heard anybody say before. Well, I saw a willow tree. And I literally I was going to ask, was it a willow tree? It was a willow tree. And I literally had to, like, kind of, you know, the, the, I had to, like, move, go underneath. Move it was curtains. like an umbrella. I had to yeah. move the curtains of the willow tree to get in there. And then she's like, what does the jar look like? And, like, the color of it, the color was, as you go through it, you're like, oh, all of this makes sense. I picked a red, it was a red door. And, mm. and she's like, okay. So she makes note of all these things. And then we talk about the meanings after. So red Very door cool. typically, like a lot of churches would have red doors back in the day. And that was for protection. And so she's oh. like, it's really interesting that you intuitively chose a red, red door. door. So yeah, we're going down and, and then you, you're led down a stairway. And then she's like, what do you see? And for her, whenever she does that, she's kind of, there's a whole new world down there, right? Yeah. There could be cities and towns yeah. and all kinds of things. Not for me. Literally, I go down there and it's one room. It's one room and it's dark. It's all wood paneling. There's a hearth with a fireplace burning and a blanket and a pillow on the floor. And that was it. And she was like, afterwards, we're talking. She's like, that was pretty wild to me because normally you're like, it's a whole city. It's a whole world. And yeah. it's just one room for you. But I met, met a new spirit guide in that room. Do we have to wait yeah. to find do you, out? Do you want to know what it is? Can I'll we tell know? You, you know what it is? Yeah. It was a gnome. I know. I know. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird and wild. <laughs> it's funny mm. because uh, there's, it's just funny because I have a connection with gnomes uh, only because my mom collects gnomes. Okay. She's a, a vast collection. Okay. So it's always been like a joke. I, um, wrote a play um, at, when I went to uh, when I did my theater degree of it was a comedy play called The Dinner Table Gnome after my family um, oh, my camp so name cool. was Gnomeo stop yeah so I'm like oh no I'm okay <laughs> That's no, just kind of funny. but maybe yeah. yeah, and I won't tell everything about him. He had a really interesting name that made me laugh out loud. And um, the, the whole the afterwards, like I've been researching different aspects of like what came through and looking up their symbolism, which I'm gonna do a whole episode on my solo podcast about my revelations, like what the insights and what things kind of mean after yeah uh, the episode. But um, there was an overwhelming message of protection. And although I was like, I'm an open book, whatever happens, happens. There was a message of like, we need to ease into this because you're not quite ready for what's going to happen. So it was, it was easeful. And, and he was introduced to me and he was like, he was kept peeking like 
around okay. the corner and then kind of like, are you ready? Are you ready for me? You know, like it was then, and then he like tiptoed up to me. And then when he spoke to me, he whispered it to me. And like all of these things came and we even looked up, up about like whispering and, and message auditory wise and wow. all this kind of stuff. And it connects. It's wild how much it connects. Whoa. It's wild. So I have some notes here um, that I have like a running kind of list of things to talk about on uh, the other side, yeah. but I just yeah. wanted to let you know, I'll just share. So it says gnomes are attracted to other healers such as herbalists and people who take care of animals. Um, they are fond of people who work with energy to heal, such as shamans and others in similar tra tra traits. So I was like, okay. Um, an interesting thing too, I, I took note of this because it says gnomes speak many ancient languages, inclu including bird calls, insect, insect language that is mostly inaudible to human ears. There's a lot of messages in the session about my ears actually. Yeah. And all this healing about my ears came up. And so we ended up talking in detail um, on this episode about ha the trauma that I've had with my ears. And it was like, I know that I've had, had trauma with my ears because I have hearing loss. I think that you know that, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you know that I have 20% hearing in one ear? I didn't know it was like that. Yes. So I do have a hearing aid that I do not wear <laughs> because because what, what I find happens is it's not like it helps me discern what someone's saying. It's like it just it's makes all the out. background noise amplified. Oh, and I don't yes, want the don't background want noise amplified. Yeah, 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 so no. I don't wear it very often. But uh, anyways, this gnome was kind of talking about the trauma, the physical trauma to my ears, the emotional trauma of like when I was a child, because this all this came about with the hearing loss because um, for the first 15 years of my life, I had chronic ear infections. Like we're talking about at least once a month. Um, and I had like six or seven sets of tubes. I had a major ear surgery at 15 years old. Wow. Um, so yeah, my, my eardrum does not look like an eardrum. So whenever I go to the, the, like a specialist, they're always like, they bring in their interns and stuff. So they're like, look, need you to look at what this looks like because it doesn't look like an eardrum so there's there's trauma there and I knew that but like I didn't really know how deep it went so he that he was bringing up that and like just wow. talking like, whispering to me yeah it was so interesting um That's the cool. other thing I thought was super cool was that gnomes are thought of as elementals yep. and they represent planets under the influence of the zodiac signs of earth we're both earth That's uh, what I, people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of earth in my charts. I thought that was super cool. No, um, but yeah, it, it kind of talks about a little bit too about how gnomes, and this is just in my research, not from the episode gnomes also, you know, people have a gnome. I, I have a gnome, which is really funny because the previous owner of this house, and I don't know if it was accidental or what, but they left a gnome like kind of in the garden, like a statue. Okay. And I'm just like, okay, this gnome doesn't belong to this house. It belongs to me. So when I move, I'm taking the gnome with me. And I always kind of move them around different parts of the backyard or the front yeah. yard. And it's just funny. And uh, <laughs> I never really thought much about it. But uh, we talk about why people, you have gnomes in their have garden. Gnomes. Like they're meant for protecting the home. They, they protect. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. So yeah, so there's That's a whole theme of protection. Well, and I was going to say earlier, you talked about the fox symbolism and how you the fox gave showed up in this, by Reiki the way, too. for protection. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. There's a whole theme. There's a lot of inner child healing stuff that came through and then also some of the animals. So when we come back out, we go into the tree, it's daytime. Then she's like, 
what does it look like? I go, oh, it's nighttime, which is significant too. Cause she said, when you go in and stay, you come out at night, it kind of, it, it represents something like there's a, there's a representation of that. And then there's like what animals around, there was insects around, there was an animal, there was a fox, but there was also an animal that was there that I didn't expect to be there. And um, their symbolism is all about protection. So mm. it was kind of a wild journey. Um, my, insights around it at this point because I haven't even dove fully into everything was uh there's there's layers here like I I'm a I'm an aware person for the most part right like I am aware of like my own stuff my trauma my healing for the most part but this session opened my eyes up to okay yes you are aware and you're working with it but there are things you're still not aware of yeah and um you know it's we're slowly unpeeling layers back and 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 that doesn't scare me it actually makes me emotional because mm -hmm. I feel protected also mm -hmm. um throughout this situation and and um and supported well yeah I was gonna say it's kind of it just it, it, their way of saying we're guarding you we're your guardians you know mm -hmm. they're protecting you um because sometimes I think about it you know as a medium I'm like I want to make sure we don't know different levels, different energies, tricksters, mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So mm -hmm. you always just want to kind of, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It was really nice cool. Like it's it wasn't, really I wasn't expecting it, but I'm um, just to leave you with the bit about the gnomes. Um, uh, they, uh, there's a little bit, I read an article about Carl um, Jung and the, the psychologist and talking a little bit about the psyche. He talks a little bit about dwarves and gnomes in his work. Um, and something I pulled from that is um, about how the gnome can, and, and the journey, the quest of the gnome can be about the uh, longing for unification and self-realization within mm. oneself. They mm -hmm. serve as a bridge connecting our conscious reality to the deeper realms of our unconscious mind. And they're in, they're a Appearance is an invitation for introspection, urging us to recognize and address our unacknowledged feelings and needs. Wow. Yeah. And that's what the whole session was about. So it was really, really wild. Wow, um, Amy. Yeah, it's really cool. It's I, I hope profound. that you guys will listen to it and you, um, you're. You can follow um, along and see what. Yeah, just follow along. Like maybe we can do a follow. Like, maybe you can follow along when it comes out. Just like, yeah, and I'll lay you know down and I, listen and see I what get. comes up for I'd you. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Um, it's just, I had a similar experience, but I, I can't remember, I think I was telling you, but I can't remember if it was a sh shamanic journey, um, yeah. but I know that it was a meditative experience. Um, and, uh, I was kind of following along to what he was guiding me through. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do remember meeting a new spirit guide, um, in the form of an animal. And there was a few animals, I definitely um, like a blackbird raven energy, mm -hmm. um, but also a lizard, which was new. And I had seen a lizard and he shared with me at the end what he felt the animal was. And he also said lizard. Mm. So that's really cool. I I forget what lizard represents. I looked into you it. You want me to tell you something? What? Um, so you know how like back in the day in my early 20s, I got a couple tattoos and then it had just been like I, I had- Do you have a lizard tattoo? I have a lizard tattoo on my back. What? I, I swear to that. God, I'll send you a picture of it later. It's literally right on the small of my back, the low, my lower back. Whoa. Isn't that weird? And I don't know why I chose it. It was just one of those things I was like, I, I just this like one. randomly went to the tattoo parlor. I'll get that one. Thanks. And he just like put it on my back. There was like no thought about it. It just was on instinct. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I know. That's cool. 
That's well, so weird. We have weird we have stuff. some connections. <laughs> There's some weird connecting yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I've been learning a lot about like totem because I, I know that the, the fox has shown up for as my totem. I feel mm-hmm. like he is my totem. Um, and then I read um, Sean Leonard. So we know who yes. Sean Leonard is. I think uh, anyone who's listened to my podcast yes. knows that I had him on. Um, I had him on the pot, my podcast back in July. Yeah. Anyways, his book. Have you read his book? No, I haven't read his book yet. Okay, you should read his book. You guys should read his book at some time. He, he just he published. He's also the offering um, courses, right? I think he's offering. He has a whole school called Spirit Talker, so you can do this. Like, uh, I think it's all online, but he does. Like, if if you're local, he's he's in Nova Scotia. Uh, if you're local, you got they like meet up and stuff from right. time to time. But um, yeah, there's an online course called Spirit Talker Tribe, and there's thousands of people in it. Um, there, he actually has a brand new Oracle deck that just came out on the 24th of October. I haven't ordered it yet, but I'm going to. That one I've been looking at. That one looking looks at. really, really cool. But his book came out in August. Uh, it's called Spirit Talker, Indigenous Stories and Teachings from a, a Mi'kmaq Spirit Psychic Medium. Sorry. And yeah. I read that back in the summer and so enjoyed it because – he writes like I will write when I put out my book. He he weaves like teaching with stories. So he like, mm, yeah, it's yeah, a personal yeah. thing of his experiences, yep. but also with teachings. Yep. And yeah. uh, there's this part in it about uh, how his totem and power animal revealed themselves to him. And so he says, you know, in indigenous cultures, there is a power animal and a spirit animal. Um, so that's interesting. That. Yeah. So maybe that's something that, you know, future things to look into listeners and for us, you know, just Mm -hmm. Googling the difference Mm -hmm. between Mm -hmm. those. And maybe there's some guided meditations as to how to connect to both. Um, Interestingly enough, years ago, I had a reading, I think this was like 2017, because it was before my dad passed. It was before I had the, you know, pieces clicked together that I was a medium. And I had a reading with someone over the phone. It's just like weird situation. I don't even know how it came about, but there's this place in Los Angeles and I can't remember the name of it, but it's kind of like a medium school. Okay. And um, somehow through the grapevine word of mouth, somehow someone gave me the information of like how to put my name in to have a student give me a reading. Oh, right. Okay. I feel like I remember you kind of Maybe I have. Maybe. I don't know if I, I don't know. And um, it was weird because technically they, it was supposed to just be for Americans, but like I still put my apply. name in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still applied and, and they called me Um, and we, we did a reading with someone and um, That's cool. I was on the phone. I remember sitting in the corner of my room with my notebook and she brought up an animal like I remember asking and at that time I used the language spirit animal which I know now is not an an, a term that we should use yes um it's more totem animal but I remember asking her like is there a totem around me what is it and I was expecting her to say owl because I really love owls and I've always felt a connection with owls I collect owl things I'm like looking at a an owl here like there's just owls everywhere and uh it was not an owl It, it and it was not a fox either um it was a horse Wow. Yeah. And so I wonder if the horse, I don't know if the fox is my totem or my power animal. And I don't know if the, which one the horse is, but I feel strongly that there's a horse and a fox working with me, cool. which is kind of interesting. That's really interesting. Um, have you ever had, other than this experience with the lizard, have you ever had other animals come forward um, for you? Blackbirds. Oh, right. Blackbirds. Right. 
I have a um, a circle I have a, of birds, uh, swallows um, yeah. on my, a tattoo of, of swallows on my thigh. Yeah. Um, and that was very much uh, symbolic because especially when I, and, and a little bit now they'll still come through. Um, if I'm, you know, taking a few deep breaths, I'll see a little bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind so of cool. flying by. So, and that for me is very symbolic of birds have been known as like messengers, carriers of messengers from the spirit world. Um, and so that for me is just very, that makes um, a lot of sense. Yeah. Of that, like, Hey, we're good. Yep. You're all, everybody's here. <laughs> I remember that too. Like, well, you know my story. Listeners will know my story with my nanny and when my nanny passed with Mm -hmm. the morning doves and how they came and sat there an hour before her passing. The interesting thing that like I'm noticing is like this theme of three. So three keeps showing up for me. There was three morning doves that that day. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, even with this like tattoo, like I, this was an intuitive tattoo in the sense that uh, my tattoo artist knew that I wanted a fox, knew that I wanted a uh, crystal ball, knew that I wanted Ple- Pleiades, uh, knew that I was open to sunflowers, but everything else was like, fair game. You go for it. Yeah. yeah. And so the three stars, yeah. he chose and he chose three. And there's also That's three mountains in here. <laughs> and the wild thing is, I remember when I saw it, when he showed it to me and I was like, why is there three mountains in there? And he goes, okay, this is the weirdest story. I mean, I got to tell you, he's like, so I drew your tattoo last night. And then I woke up this morning at five in the morning. Like I sat right up straight and he goes, all I heard was you have to add three mountains to her tattoo. Get I the swear to God. So he redrew the whole thing and he put mountains in here. And I said, okay, I want to tell you why this is significant <laughs> to me. <laughs> I want to tell you why this is significant. It's significant because when I first launched my business and I didn't have a logo right away, it was just like my name. And I kept sitting with different things that I was thinking about having as my logo. This is before I rebranded as the intuitive rising. I was simply like medium Amy Brooks. And my first um, logo, which I have still in Canva to this day is three mountains. And he's like, stop. I said, I swear to God. I swear to God. Are you okay? Just hit my, I, for our listeners, I hit my head oh, back on the back of my I'm wooden s- chair. Out of, oh, out of, out of, out of awe. sheer, like, awe. I know. And it was just kind of like, whoa, wow. you know? And then, and then I was like, again, the three, the three stars, I've kind of taken the three to be a nod to my three children as well. And um, I'm one of three children and like this, this three keeps happening mm-hmm. over and over again. I know there's a lot of significance with the three mm-hmm. um, spiritually and religiously, um, you know, like the mother maiden and crone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, body, mind and soul. Yeah. Um, you know, wow. Um, that's interesting. All that kind of usually stuff, so. I'm, I'm, uh, I haven't, I don't usually see repetitive numbers. It's really just like once in a blue moon. Okay. Um, the other night I got up to go to the bathroom twice and, uh, each time I got up, I looked at the clock. It was two, two, two. And then it was four, four, four. <laughs> I've seen all the numbers lately. I thought that was interesting. That's cool. My number is normally two, two, two. Like that's kind of like, if I was to get a a tattoo of an angel number, it'd be two, two, two. Um, But it's really cool that three has come in. I just kind of Googled quickly before we leave today. Mm -hmm. um, The like three as a symbolism and um, 
it's let me see i want to i want to see what comes up let me see how many um, birds i've got on me guys hang on if you One. have three that'd be wild i do i have three stop i, I think three. there's something very special about the number three I, I don't think i did that on purpose i didn't do that on purpose i based this off of like an art um an artist yeah. that i saw that did like i think she does like wirings of birds like it, mm -hmm. it's with wire and she creates these like sculptures with wire and i saw this and i thought it was really cool and there were three in it um so there's three swallows on yeah very cool um sorry quickly, i just <laughs> literally no, just okay. like de no kind of derobed a little bit Angel number three in numerology. So this is coming from tinyrituals.co, just quickly. Yeah. As a symbol of balance, harmony, and the Holy Trinity. There we go. There's so much depth and divinity attached to the angel number meaning. In numerology, the number three is also associated with creativity, communication, and intuition, but also has a big cyclical energy too, which is wild to me because I've been contemplating... Um, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm getting another tattoo for my birthday. I know I, I need to be stopped. I cannot be stopped. No, once gonna, you get I'm one, gonna, it's like, just going to keep going. Oh, that's what happened the first time. It was like, it was like four in a row. And then it was like yeah, a 10 year that's... break. And yep. um, I, I want him to like, kind of like finish <laughs> off the arm or something here. But, um, and I'll tell you the story about that in the moment, in the moment. But I was looking at kind of a Celtic, uh, you know, there's a, there's like a, I don't know what it's called, but it's basically a spiral. Mm-hmm. Like a knot, there's a knot. But there's I think like I know what you're talking about, the, but I don't know what it's that called. It, yes, it represents. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and it was talking a lot about it, like the, it being cyclical. And mm. um, I've talked a lot on here before about like human design and gene keys and all that kind of stuff. And um, for our listeners that are familiar with it, my incarnation cross, therefore the theme of my life is literally called the left angle cross of cycles. So it's all about cyclical. Like that's what my life is about, endings and beginnings and, and re the left, like, rebirth and mm -hmm. all of that and so i thought that was really cool that i'm drawn to this symbol that yep. has to do with cyclical yeah. and so three it's just blowing my mind because three is also about this uh, the cycle of birth life and death and can represent wisdom knowledge and understanding mm -hmm. um the ancient greek philosopher pythagoras is that how you say it considered mm -hmm. the number three to be a perf near perfect number and a symbol of the divine so, so that's kind of cool. That is really cool. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, the, one more intuitive thing about, about this tattoo and my tattoo artist, because we're definitely like on some kind mm -hmm. of intuitive connection. That's the reason. Is, uh, and we both know it. Uh, when I was when I was checking out and like paying for this one, uh, I said, okay, like, what's your schedule look like? Do you have anything in January for my birthday? And he's like, yeah, like, let, we can get you in January. And I said, I think I want like... Um, a quote here and he was like okay and uh so i said it's a joan of arc quote and he he kind of looked at me and went ah. like that and i was like what and he goes look and he he had like a hoodie or something on he's like look and he took out a necklace and it's joan, joan of, of arc, arc on the necklace and he goes i'm obsessed with joan of arc like are you kidding me right now so i was like okay this definitely has to happen but what i thought was uh you know the quote i am not afraid i was mm. i was born for this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and uh kind of like it being in script and yeah. then the last letter kind of trailing off and being connected to uh like a like a feather you're right. Pen. Okay. 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 You know yes. I mean? Yes. Yes. Like a, yeah. a quill. A quill. A quill. Yeah. Yeah. As if it's still being written, like as if it hasn't Ooh, been finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still writing. And uh, I was like, I kind of like that symbolism. Ooh, I love to that. Kind of, yeah, because it's yep. kind of like you're still I'm writing your story. I'm still writing my story. Yeah, that, let's that's go. What I, that's what I said to him. Mm -hmm. 
the story is still being written. Um, so I thought that was so cool and such like an intuitive, weird vibe thing. And I was like, That's dude, really cool. this is so cool. If you're like somebody that wants to get a tattoo, find somebody that jives with you because it's just really oh, it's cool so and magical. Too. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Like my other ones, I just kind of walked in off the street and was like that one off the wall. But like when you have somebody design something for you, yeah, just it say, just naturally is a that. bit more intimate yeah. because it's like your art is now on my like you drew this yeah. specifically for me yeah. and it's forever going to be on my skin. So yeah, I think it's important to make sure you vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think it's a really cool example. Of, and we talked about this, like while I was getting tattooed, right. Um, is it a cool example of like how people channel, even though they don't realize they're channeling? Cause I'm like, what do you <laughs> think that was, man? Like when you woke up and you were like, I need to put three, ta- three m- m- mountains on there. I was like, what, what do you think that was? If not for your intuition, he goes, I don't know. I didn't think about <laughs> it. I was like, well, start thinking about it because obviously I'm on, someone's talking to you. Someone's talking no? to you. Like that's, that's your intuition because that's so significant for me. Right. So he's like, just gonna think about things differently good look Please at that do. you got like that's cool planting the seeds one by one <laughs> just, I, I love it you know we meet people for a reason I agree. um and uh definitely sounds like that's the case here mm-hmm. that's cool okay. i love that Ooh. thanks for joining us everyone yeah and thank you. Uh, yeah, I will put some links. We'll, we'll, we'll find some good guided meditations that kind of speak to us, mm-hmm. put them in the show notes for you so you can check them out. I will also link Crystal McKenna's uh, website into our show notes in case you're interested. She's the person that took me on the shamanic journey in case you're shout interested out. in. Yes. And, yeah. And, and keep your eyes her. up for that episode, right? That you're going to. Yes. And if it is uh, already out, I don't think it will be, but if it is by the time this one comes out, I will definitely link it in the show notes. If not, just stay tuned over on the intuitive rising podcast. Cause that will be out sometime toward Ooh mid to end November. Um, That's the thing when you batch record, it's like, I don't even know. Like my husband just said the other day, he goes, you only need to do like a couple and you're done for the year. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of nice though. It's nice. I kind of want to take it easy in December. Well, absolutely. Right. You should, as you should. I might like take, like, I mean, I have Christmas. I've blocked off. off. But I might ch- take, uh, I might just stay open for like the first week of December and then be off for the rest. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Um, and that's my intuition. the best part about being a business owner. Is... Well, that's the luxury, right? We, yeah, we know that we're blessed we're to, to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, That just happened last week too. And I, and I talked about it and I think you messaged, you were like, yeah, or something like reaction to it. I uh, intuitively about three weeks ago was like, take this week off. Yeah. Like, and, yep. and, and I didn't know why I just, and you've had this experience too, where you're like, I don't know why I just feel like I got to block mm-hmm. this time off. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And that's the thing. Like we're so accustomed to listening. We don't, we don't doubt it anymore. We're like, must be a reason. Okay. I'll take the week off. And so I did. And then Monday is normally my busiest client day. I usually have like three people every Monday book, boom, 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 boom mm-hmm. from the day. And, uh, that Monday, you know, I had, I had it off and I ended up having to take my little guy to, urgent care and i sat there the whole darn day and i was thinking to myself ah this is why my intuition told me to take the time time off off because because otherwise i would have had to reschedule three people and felt like crap for doing so and didn't have to do that you know i hate i hate having to reschedule i know me too um just know we don't like doing it guys we know it doesn't happen very often but when it does yeah you know there's a reason though let me share one more little story 
I know I'm sharing a lot of stories, but everything's coming to my Please, mind. Please, because the, the person I'm giving a reading to today, I had to reschedule. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> maybe okay. It'll so it makes you feel make better. Make you feel not so bad. <laughs> okay, so about a month or so ago, it might have. I feel like it was in. Oh, actually, it was because it was October first. Okay, so that was a Sunday. So interesting. Um, so I had a reading booked for like the end of September, whatever the last Friday of September was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person had booked in at, at least a month in advance, so I was like, mm, I wonder if they picked this date on specifically or what. But that day, I wasn't feeling very good. I had a minor temperature, and I just felt yucky in general. And so uh, you guys know that I have an autoimmune disorder, and so sometimes I have what's called a flare-up where I'm not sick, but I'm not I'm having a temperature. Something's going on. Um, and I always have to wait it out and see if like, is this a cold, the flu, or is this just a flare up? And I'll know within a day or so if I wake up and I'm better mm-hmm. or not better. And uh, it was one of those days on this Friday. And so I felt really bad, but I reached out and I asked if I could reschedule. And he's like, yeah, no problem. And then normally I would look at my calendar and reschedule the person in for whatever the next availability was, like as soon as I could. But it might be a couple of weeks away, right? Yeah. And for whatever reason this time, my intuition was like, book him in on Sunday. Now, I don't do weekend readings. I work Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. So I don't schedule yeah, people in on the weekends. Weekend. I just yeah. don't. It's yeah. my weekend. And I was like, Sunday? But it just came in and I knew to trust it. So I said to him, are you free on Sunday? And he's like, yeah, actually. And I was like, I don't know why I feel called to offer you Sunday. But yeah, if you're free on Sunday, let's connect on Sunday. I was like, does one o'clock work? Yeah, that works. Okay. Um, so I did this reading on the Sunday and we we go through the reading, connecting to his grandfather and all this mm-hmm. beautiful stuff mm-hmm. comes in. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this part where his grandpa's like, tell him about today. Tell him about today. So I said, I'm supposed to talk about today. And then I said, what is, is today, today significant for you? I was like, hold on. I'm seeing what looks like the inside of a church. I was like, and, and grandpa's talking about being remembered or honored. And you know, the guys get this male. I'm connecting to a male client gets teary. And I'm like, what is it about today? And he goes, today was the anniversary of my grandfather's passing. And we just had a big service uh, in his honor for a church this morning um, in remembrance of him. And he obviously knew about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he knew about it. And he also so... told me to reschedule for today on the, on the anniversary of his freaking passing. Yeah. And so we were just like, oh, and I share, I remember sharing that story on my Instagram. And I was like, this is why we must always trust our intuition. We never know why never know. or what or how we just need to go with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that was so significant. Cause he had booked on the Friday cause it was the closest he could get to the anniversary. But then for me to offer the actual day, like he didn't let on that. It no, was no. Like, right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Grandpa. But wow. especially for grandpa, I like to be like, talk about today. Today but, was and, special. And, yeah. Thank you. Like, that's that yeah. he purposely was like it has to I'd like it to be around this time and I didn't know that and you didn't know that but also that I offered a time mm-hmm. that was literally right after the Very service convenient. so it wasn't like I offered it and there's a time difference between my client and I so right it was like I didn't know that he was going to be at church all morning well there you go <laughs> I thought that was so cool. Really cool so there's just an example we never know why mm-hmm. 
we're so interconnected. So if it doesn't work for you because you're not feeling well or because something happens or whatever, like in general, it's what's best for everyone. I mean, and I, I feel that way too. I feel that. I know, but it's still hard to do it. Yeah. I know. I know. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Everyone. Thanks for joining us again. See you again in a couple weeks. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.